0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: I'm Kimberly Brown with the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. And today we have two very special guests. I'm going to be introducing the innovator in equestrian marketing and retail sectors and a voice heard around the world supporter of the horse industry, originally from Pennsylvania, we have Glenn the Geek on the
0: show. Welcome to your show. Hi. This is weird, Kim. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Great to have you on your show today. Uh, It's nice to be on your show. All right. Whose show is this? (laughs) I
2: I can't talk. I haven't been introduced yet. Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) All right. Our next guest on the show is Helena the Bumblebee, although her business card says Helena B. She's bright and smiling, and I don't know a lot about her, so we're going to get to know... uh, Your other usual host of the Horse Radio Network, Helena B. Hello, Helena.
2: Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. It's a great
0: show. (laughs) Yeah, we listen all the time.
1: All right, so we're big
0: fans.
1: (laughs) You've not tuned into the wrong radio station. You're here at the Horse Radio Network, and we decided to change the format today. I was the originally scheduled guest. I'm Kimberly Brown from Horse Capital Productions, producer of the International Equestrian Festival. And instead of talking about all the great things that are happening at the festival, some from September 25th through October 10th in Lexington, Kentucky, at the Downtown Convention Center, we're going to talk about all the wonderful things happening at the Horse Radio Network. And we're going to get to ask all the questions that all of you always wanted to ask oh, of your
0: hosts. And, and I have the feeling that my wife primed her, so we're in trouble. She has, she has paper in front of her. She does. She has notes, and we haven't seen the notes. We're
2: in deep manure.
0: You know, now I know what our guests feel like when we, we they say, can we have questions in advance? And we say no. And now I know what they feel like.
2: It's really hard not talking when you're not asking. Like, I have to just sit here and not open my mouth. Spoken to. Okay. All right, Kim. Sorry.
0: All
1: right. So um, your minds must be reeling on what type of questions I'm going to ask. Yeah, we, so. we're kind
0: of wondering, actually. This All is weird.
1: Right. Well first of all, I have to know,
0: know. Glenn the Geek, where did that come from? It actually came from, we started the, the like second or third internet tax store. And we decided that, that at the internet at, at that time was brand new and people were just starting out and everything was boring. So we thought, We'd make our tax store a little more fun. And what happened was, we had every description was funny. We changed everything to be humorous. And it really started taking off. And then we started adding more technology. And then everybody just started referring to me as Glenn the Geek because it was a geeky sort of site. Because so of that, yeah, the technology. The technology. And it stuck. And then I started uh, Tack of the Day when I was with uh, Bit of Britain. And Glenn the Geek just stuck there too because that's a humorous site too. So that that's how it that and just has always been that way.
1: Okay, so for all the listeners out there I do have to say Glenn's a pretty cool dude. I always wanted uh, to know how he got the geek terminology with that, so we'll still call him Glenn the Geek. I do
0: not wear a pocket protector notice. <laughs> There's no pocket protector <laughs> here.
1: But I do have to say, when we uh, changed the format of the show today, I was ready to go uh, sit on the other side.
0: I wouldn't let her touch the buttons and dials.
1: <laughs> so, he had to draw the line there, folks. So.
0: Glenn the Geek, the control freak. And this is weird, too, because we're recording the show in person, which we don't usually do. Are should taking over the show again? Can't, could you explain? Over. No, 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 I, I, you know. I asked her to explain it.
2: You, you can't. You're the guest. Oh, she funds the <laughs> show. Sorry, told you so that I was going to happen. <laughs> sorry, Glenn, the geek, the
1: control freak. <laughs> yes, right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. It's no a joke. new tagline. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> okay, All right, sorry. Helena, the Bumblebee, or just Helena B. How did that come
2: about? Uh, um, how
1: did
0: that come about? I don't even know.
2: Well. You know, I'm Italian, I'm from New York, and we, we, we always have our eyes open for who's ever going to come through the door. You, you, just, you don't want to be identified, so I didn't want to use my last name, because you never know what gun-toting mafioso might show up my door, <laughs> because I, I gave his product a bad review. So, uh, no, my, my last initial is, um, is B, and uh, when I was a little girl, my mother used to call me Helena B., I, I don't know where the bee came from, but it was just Helena, d- bee,
0: Helena d- bee, Oh, I can't ask any questions. I thought sorry.
2: she was no, busy as can. a bee. And, um, and well, that too, and, and uh, well, no, okay. My favorite book of all time in the whole world, when I was a little girl, was called The Casual Observer. And in it, there was a character named Tina B. And Tina B. would just go and observe nature. She would be bent over a clump of violets, or she'd be watching a raccoon or something like that. And um, so her name was Tina B. And because it was my favorite, I think that's where the Helena B. came from. So it was just a natural evolution to, to convert my last initial into Helena B. That sounds great. We've always wondered, I have to say, so
1: the listeners finally get the answer, That they've been wondering about for so very long. Uh Oh. Well, I wanted to ask you a couple of other things because we want to get to know the personalities and all the true nitty-gritty behind our favorite hosts. So, Glenn, I have a special request. I'd like to know.
0: I don't dance.
1: Well. (laughs) <laughs> this is almost like a game show. <clears throat> I, w- okay. I wanted to do really a uh, go around and get a list of, uh, of questions from some of your favorite people that you've interviewed and just be able to open them up here and um, you know, ask them right on the air without any uh, preview of what the questions were. But instead, um, this is almost like the, uh, the honeymoon show where your wife has submitted a question.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> That's bad. And she would
1: like to know what were you wearing when you met your wife?
0: Oh yeah, well that's a, that is kind of a famous story actually. I was wearing a dress and tights. Um, I actually was. I was. We were at the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair, and we were both uh, actors there. And I was I was playing a town crier, and so I had a tunic. I was all in costume. And I had a tunic and tights and stuff. But I had another title. See, I was actually, the t- officially, they, they dubbed me that year the Town Crier and Flirt. So my job was to ring my bell and lead the way for the queen and all that stuff. But it was also to flirt with every girl that came through the door was my job. That was and your job. That was my job. Sure. And, and those okay. days, 20 years, 25 years ago now, AIDS wasn't such a big thing. So we actually had, as part of the cast, Kissing Wench and a Kissing Squire that would charge a dollar, for a peck and $5 for a French kiss. And <laughs> I know, and this was, ha- they made more money, those two. I have a that funny is story this about this. supposed to be a G-rated <laughs> They made more money, those two. They made hundreds of dollars doing that oh all day God. long. Well, yeah. Well, now there's another, there's a funny story to this. So I met, I did meet Jennifer at the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair, and I was wearing a dress and tights, and, and I was all dressed up with my bell and all that. Uh, this is how I met her father for the first time. Now, you got to picture her father. You've met her father, I believe, haven't you, Helena? No. no. He is a fiery Viking redhead, okay, who has the personality of a fiery Viking redhead. So we've got
1: Glenn the Flirt meeting yes. the fiery Viking redhead.
0: Well, we decided that father. it was a couple weeks into the fair. We decided, Jennifer and I, my wife and I, we decided we had never kissed before. And we decided that we would challenge the kissing squire and the kissing wench To a kiss-off So Jennifer and I In the middle of the square With hundreds of people around And
2: your father there?
0: We didn't know We didn't know he was there We had no idea He was even in the park that day So we go up And Jennifer and I This is our first kiss And then the kissing square And kissing winter Kissing each other And the contest was How long we could Who could kiss the longest I'm like I'm embarrassed And so (laughs) we did We actually did We won the contest And everybody cheered And clapped and everything And then out of the audience Walks this guy And comes up to Jennifer Jennifer gives, gives, gives her a big hug. I had no idea who he was. It was her dad, and that's what he saw. That's what he saw me first was kissing <gasps> his girl in the middle of hundreds of people. And if I remember right, it wasn't a peck on the like cheek. Jennifer's yeah, yeah Jennifer, my wife's blushing now.
1: Like, uh, <laughs> so originally from Pennsylvania, now living in a secret location in Lexington, Kentucky. <laughs>
0: I know where it is <laughs> <laughs> most of <the time>. yeah <laughs> it's well, great sometimes <laughs> all right super i'm not sure who
1: got set up on that question me or you
0: <laughs> you're blushing more all than right. me <laughs> helena,
1: i've got a, a you nice. weren't
0: expecting that answer were no, you that was
1: great i, I, I like that um all right, i knew you did have a, an acting background with the theatrical yes
0: shakespearean <laughs> side
1: okay so helena I've got a question for you. Um, this is actually more just a story to tell us. Okay. I'd like to know what your fairy, favorite fairy tale is. What's your favorite fairy tale?
2: Oh, my gosh. I'm a fairy tale fan. My favorite fairy tale. I'm not very good at being on the spot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you were making fun of me. Oh,
2: You know what? I'll just make it my own. I like dragons and fairies and um, I guess... So, I hear you like fairy tales that uh, have specific vegetables in them. Does that make any sense? Oh, the princess and the pea? Oh, okay. Princess and the pea. It's not my favorite fairy tale, but it does describe me. Okay. I'm very sensitive. I I just...
0: A little emotional.
2: A little emotional. No, I... I, I'm getting some help from the peanut gallery. Yeah, I know. Glenn and Jennifer tease me all the time because I'm super sensitive about my tack, about... Glenn's giving me the, he's, he's watching, right, you, I'm Glenn is watching my lips to see how far from my microphone they go. Two okay. inches? It's supposed to be two inches, is but you see, I, I talk and I move, and if I go over here, I have to leave my mouth in front of the microphone. Okay, so the princess and the pea. Everybody, does everybody well, know why this he's story? watching you do
1: that, he can't watch me press the buttons.
2: <laughs> Ooh, she's going to be my new co-host. Yes, yeah,
0: she's pretty good. <laughs>
2: Do no. we have a laugh track?
0: <laughs> we don't need one. We're doing it for you. My mouth hurts.
2: Well, I'm just I'm I'm sensitive, very sensitive to things bunching and pinching and chafing and okay aggravating me. And so when I when I shop for tack, like you know, britches and stuff, they can't bunch. It has to be the right fit. Otherwise, it bothers me. And you know, your socks have to be. I'm a little OCD. My socks have to be like seam side up. And they can't... Uh, they have More
0: than a little OCD the left there, Kim. be on
2: the left, and the right has to be on the right. Because... The right I'm, you know what? Okay. We're adjusting the microphone.
1: Thank Helena's you. Helena's new at this. No, not we. Who? Who's Glenn? adjusting the microphone? Glenn the flirt is
2: adjusting the microphone. Glenn the, Glenn the geek, the <laughs>
0: control freak. Glenn the flirt.
2: So... <laughs> Yeah, so when I I, uh, I shop for things, it has to be very smooth, practical. I'm like the close contact queen. Can okay. we go from Princess and the P to the, to the, close, the close contact, contact queen? <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about products because um, where are we today? Uh,
0: yes, we are, are at we the Ada from? International uh, Trade Show, which is in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. And We're recording <laughs> down here for the Tack and Habit Show.
2: Glenn always says Ada because he can never remember what the letters <laughs> Tack say Tack and Habit Show. And now, wait a minute. Stable Scoop Radio Show.
0: Yeah, we're on Stable Scoop right now, but we're actually recording tack and habits down here.
2: Right.
0: And uh, we're we're doing a lot of recordings with manufacturers and and with new products coming out for the fall. Right. Okay. It's the
2: American Equestrian Trade Association, and yes. I, the reason I want to say those lo- that those words out loud is because I I'm I think it's a great organization. Um, that it, it is. Now I do want to jump
1: in and say, um, don't jump in your car and drive here right away because this is a. It's private show for wholesalers right. and buyers. So right. This it's is the, the trade. Pre- yep. This is the preview of what's going to be in the tax stores next season. So, mm-hmm. Helena, you can uh, check out the products that are not going to bunch or chafe or rub <laughs> yeah. or pinch or bind or any of those other qualifications that you have. Right. Binding. That's so, another one. Right. Yeah.
2: Binding. Binding's a problem. No binding. So, um, and no wedgies. Wedgie-free. <laughs> hey, for anybody out there that's listening that wants to create a new product... Come up with a wedgie-free undergarment.
0: I think Piper Line. I'm not even going there. I'm just letting this all alone here. I'm just, I've been in enough right. trouble this well, weekend.
2: I can't keep up with uh,
1: the portions of the shows that we're doing while we're here. So why don't you tell me about uh, all the different shows that you have here at the Horse Radio Network? Because they keep growing and expanding, and they're very exciting.
0: Well, we, we actually have eight shows right now on the Horse Radio Network. It started out with just Helena and I doing Stable Scoop. We've told that story many times for yep. fans. Yep. And then uh, the 2010 radio show, which was the World Equestrian Games show, came about. And, of course, we're very close to that now. So
1: right. And where are you going to be broadcasting?
0: We're going to be broadcasting. It's funny you ask. <laughs> I wonder why she asked. Uh, we're actually going to be broadcasting from your home at the International Equestrian Festival every night at downtown Lexington at the Convention Center, live in front of an audience. So that's going to be cool.
1: Fantastic. Do you think we'll be able to get the audience members to do the interviewing at that event? (laughs) No. (laughs) Really seriously, yesterday when we talked about... uh doing this show and uh, getting the logistics, I said, well, you know, instead of interviewing me, how about I do the interviewing?
0: I, it was so much fun. This is great. So uh,
1: we really uh, definitely changed the format, and uh, we're just going with the flow here. So you're going to be broadcasting live from the International Equestrian Festival?
0: Every night for 16 nights during the World Equestrian Games. We're going to be doing a wrap-up show. We'll be having guests down there. We're going to be right be set up right beside our friends uh, from HRTV, actually.
1: That's right, the presenting sponsors of the International Equestrian Festival.
0: And I, I, I had the opportunity to spend about an hour with them yesterday, so that was a a lot of fun and I think we're going to be working together on some projects here in the future too. Absolutely. S- so, And then we started then I, then Chris Stafford came along she called me one day, kind of a funny story, she called me out of the blue and said I see you're doing this radio thing and I'd like to help I think I could, I know a lot of people and, and I could do a show on eventing because Rolex is coming up we should just do an eventing show and I said no and then she called back and I said no and then she called back and we finally she begged me to go to lunch and she offered to buy so I went to lunch because you know me Helena so about the food, and <laughs> it was free food, so that was even better. Even better. So, and then she talked me into it. She said, "Let's just do an eventing show. There's four months to Rolex, and then we'll we'll just quit." Okay, so we but, did. Yeah, well, but I see
1: here you've got the uh, eventing show, is the regular show.
0: Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's almost two years old too, and uh, we kept it going because it was so popular. It just took off. It was great. It was a lot of fun. And then, that's a great guest. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Now, all oh, the that's top.
1: Another question I've got here for you too in a minute. So uh,
0: okay. I mean, there are the top names in the world now. I was. Co and eventing. they're a dynamic bunch, too. Yeah, they are. You get Boyd Martin on to do <laughs> you good looking too. Fun. <laughs> yeah, so we, so I actually did that show as a co host for 40 weeks, and then I decided I didn't know enough about eventing to continue doing it, so, so here, I, I just bailed got out. A new idea.
1: One of the things that you all need to start doing when you've got the eventing show, and then you're going to tell me about uh, dressage, dressage and, and jumping, yeah, and some of the other shows that you have. I think one of the uh, first things you need to do at the beginning of each year is uh, go ride in each of these sports. Keep going. I'm listening. On a horse that's uh, maybe got some issues and all of the things that you've learned over the past year by interviewing all of your guests, we need for you to uh, you know walk us through a lesson on that horse and uh, give us your real take on uh, what it's like. So that when you're interviewing the guests for eventing and they talk about how they had to... Uh, you know, go through that water jump, and it was just a really tough time, and the footing just wasn't very good, and they crashed and burned in the, in well, the water, know, but they got back up and, you know, Kim, kept I on could, training.
0: I can do radio shows with broken bones. It's not a problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think I spent three years horse shopping for? Yeah. <laughs> I bought a horse. So,
0: so they so didn't they do all that stuff. <laughs>
2: show, <laughs> we could try a little something. <laughs> right, right. So now normally
1: we'd say, let's put Glenn on a really nice horse. Helena, you know, you're a good rider, we could put you on a good horse, but I think we should. Uh, shake things up a little bit, and you know, put you on the one that's the uh, dirty stopper at the jump, and see how that works out. No, no, yeah, no, I'm no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. We take good care of you. Okay, that's let, Jen's job. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was, it was your job. All right. So we've got the eventing show, and Chris Stafford, the host of that show.
0: Yeah, and then she's hosting two more now. We added shows along the way. We added the dressage radio show, which I have to say. Of all the audiences out there, the Dressage audience has been the most dynamic. They have been the m- most active uh, members of the listening audience with emails. And, and they just have taken to that show. And I think partly it's because, too, she has some excellent hosts. Lisa Wilcox, Debbie McDonald, they're top names in the Dressage world. Yeah. and And she really, and Heather Blitz, and, you know, just all the people that have been on that show... In the dressage community really has gathered around that show it 's been it 's been very interesting to watch and and a lot of fun and the jumping show just started actually uh, uh, about uh, fifteen episodes ago i think that 's it yeah it 's only fifteen oh. episodes okay. since the jumping show, so that 's still gaining legs and gaining an audience, and that show 's a little different. We do a lot more on training and teaching on that show than we do the others right. um, because you know jumping really applies to more than just Show jumping It it's, does It's eventing And, and uh, hunters And you know The whole thing Fox
2: hunting yeah, I hear fox you're a fox hunting. hunter Helena I was Was but yeah, I'd like day. to be again I, I currently live in an area Without a hunt But I think I'm just Going to make my own <laughs> I'm just going to start my own you
0: Get your own pack <laughs> in It's the
2: perfect hunt country Without a hunt
0: I, You don't own a hound dog You own a big 300 pound uh, beast
2: She's not a beast. I'm going to tell what you what type of dog that. do you have? I have a, a female Saint Bernard named Bella. Wow! But I've always had big dogs. What's that? that? That's, that's a good dog. She could be the whole pack. You could have sat and water, she's a, take her out, hunting. I know. We call her a pig because <laughs> she she sticks her nose in the ground and she <laughs> she snorts like she's hunting for something. probably moles <laughs> and little critters. And, and I don't home, think so.
0: at her current size, which is probably more like 150 pounds, yeah. Uh, at her current size, I don't think we have to worry about killing any foxes
2: either. <laughs> no. no, she doesn't want to kill anything. She just wants.
1: She's really a big lap dog. She's okay. a, a great dog. Well, you do know that uh, all of our horse owners here, well, I shouldn't say all, most of the horse owners have dogs as well. So maybe at some point
2: think about doing a dog, a dog show, show yeah, we for a, horse
1: owners. Oh, there you Ooh. go. That's a good idea. Ooh.
2: Ooh.
0: Didn't there think you about go. that. I, yeah, but yeah. The only
2: thing is, like, we it can't be the Jack Russell show because uh, I, I, I can't do <laughs> little terrier dogs. I had to. People <laughs> know, I, and, and I think a lot of our regular listeners know that. Yep. Um, for uh, I put myself through college, and uh, to do that, I worked for um, small animal veterinarians for four or five years,
1: and um, and that's where she became a real fan of the Jack Russell.
2: Uh, I I got bit by more little dogs than big dogs. I mean, the big dogs are never a problem. All horses the, will kick, all dogs will bite. All dogs, if they have teeth, they will bite. That's right. And I say that,
1: too. Say absolutely, that. absolutely. Does he bite? Does he have teeth? Okay, so for ideas for future shows. There we go. Ah,
0: there we all right, go. So
1: back to the jumping show. So that's rolling along pretty well. And then uh, we've got uh, Horse Tip Daily. Tell me about that one.
0: And right after this commercial, I'll help you out here, Kim. And right after this commercial from one of our fine sponsors, we'll talk about, we'll talk about the rest of the lineup here on the Horse Radio Network. Omega Alpha Pharmaceuticals creates only natural health products. Their scientists, guided by Dr. Gordon Chang, formulate a wide variety of mainly herbal health products to address many equine health problems. And one of their users is international Canadian sensation event writer Jessica Phoenix. And we have Jessica on here for a second to tell us what she thinks about Omega Alpha. Well, hi, Jess. I hear that you use Omega Alpha.
1: I do. I love their products. I've started using them this year, um, and the one product that I really love is anti It just takes the sting out of the horse's feet and keeps them moving comfortably. Um, and I know that from using it in our barn, a lot of horses have benefited from it.
0: You can look for their products at retailers nationwide or visit their website at omegaalpha.ca. That's omegaalpha.ca.
1: All right, well welcome back to the show everybody. We were just getting ready to talk about the Horse Tip Daily Show.
0: Well, so. I decided I didn't have enough to do with all the other shows we had in the network and at this point I was still editing all the shows myself too. I was doing all the editing and putting up all those notes and everything. It was just it's just it was just me doing that part. All the production. And so we decided to do a daily show called Horse Tip Daily, which is a little fun show, about five, ten minutes long. That's a different tip from a different expert in the horse world every day. It's some big names and some, you know, some people you've never heard of that just have great information. And that show right now, in the number of downloads, has ex- finally exceeded Stable Scoop. But it really? should. It's a daily show. So wow, there's a lot okay. more so episodes. It yeah. Four, yeah, yeah, five times. Right. Right. Let me
1: ask about uh, your downloads and the audience that you have. How many countries are receiving? Uh,
0: Forty-two countries. Countries right now, we have listeners in 42 countries. Now, some okay. of those little countries may only have one, but, but that's okay. That's okay. You're um, there. You're um, listening. Our biggest countries are the United States, obviously. Right. Um, Canada second. Okay. And then third is the UK. All right. Uh, all the countries over there in the United Kingdom, and then Australia, and New Zealand are fourth. Really? And then a surprising uh, up and comer still is Israel. And I didn't even know really? they had horses in Israel. I was that kind of surprised me. I, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we have a lot more. We I don't have know where they're, in they're <laughs> <too. Right. laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, from a horse community standpoint, that's uh, definitely gaining ground. And how about South America?
0: South America, there are some, not as many as you would think. Um, we actually have Africa. We have quite a few of the countries, South Africa. South Africa, yeah, There's a lot of horses it's in really South growing. Africa. Yeah, there the is. The
1: community. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so well, when are you going to start broadcasting in uh, multiple languages?
0: Uh, well, you know, the nice part about the horse world, I have an answer for that. The nice part about the horse world is that most people that compete in the horse world or are actively involved in the horse world speak English from around the world. Okay. So they answer the answer to the question is, not soon. But <laughs> we
2: we do acknowledge that English is not the most widely spoken language in the world. We do understand that. However, it's the most widely spoken language in the United States. <laughs> yeah, it's, the <laughs> it's your most widely spoken language. Yeah, I, seeing, I
0: speak no other languages. That's a, it's our most widely spoken language. All right, language fair today. enough,
1: fair enough. Okay, so we've got the Horse Tip Daily. Now, who's the host of that show?
0: I am the host of that show, okay, actually. Okay,
1: well... Where does Samantha fit in?
0: Samantha, is Samantha, my friend, is the host of the 2010 radio show. There we go. And she is a sweetheart. She uh, came over from England about 11 years ago. Has we lived love in, Samantha. Yeah, has lived in Lexington. She has that sweet, smooth English accent. But
2: she's just a sweet, smooth She person. is. Yes. She is. Really she's a lot of fun, too, wrestle. to hang out
0: with. So she has been hosting... She started about episode 60 on the 2010 okay. radio show. Right. And uh, she's been with me ever since. She's going to be with us downtown at Fantastic. the uh, International Equestrian... i Fe- get your plugs in here, Kim. At the International Equestrian Festival downtown.
1: From September 25th to October 10th in the Lexington <laughs> Convention
0: Center. <laughs> a girl. And then uh, so she'll be down there with us every night. And Samantha knows. She she has taken to this co-hosting role very well. She's actually... They'll put another plug in. Is it WUKY, mm-hmm. the NPR station in Lexington. She's actually now doing coverage for them from now through the World Equestrian Games as well. Great. So she's doing weekly updates, and then during the World Equestrian Games, she'll actually be doing daily updates for for them. So she used to work there. She used to be a newsreader at uh, WUKY, and she just she knows eventing very well. And she, but she that's a funny story too. I asked her to do the 2010 radio show, and she said, "No, I want to do eventing." And I said, "Well, we already have a host for eventing." You can't do eventing. And she said, "Well, I don't want to do it then, because I, I really like venting, And I said, "You'll love this, you'll love it." And she she didn't believe me, but she tried it, and she has now. But
1: Tom saw your white It defense.
0: was, and now she loves all these other sports, and she's well, gotten good. to know okay. the other athletes, and she Very really good. is getting into well, it.
1: I'll look forward to seeing her again for sure. So all right, I've got on here Western.
0: The Western rate ra- We wanted to do it. Helena and I kept saying we needed to do it, didn't we? Yeah, well, show. we
2: and we got a lot of requests for it. Yeah, we, we kept getting reform. emails saying coverage? a lot of your email requests. Yeah, email, voicemails. Okay, you, you, not, you know, knocks on the head. Hence the H- Helena B. Yes, <laughs> no last name known. No.
0: Mm. But the problem we had, Helena <laughs> and I secret. talked about, is we knew we. Neither one of us were qualified to do a western show uh, properly. Properly, well, we do western on our show here in Stable Scoop, but it's you know we do episodes on it on western topics, but but we knew that we couldn't lead the pack in a western show,
2: right? So how'd you go find your host for that?
0: Well, that was interesting. We spent about six months trying to find two good hosts for that. But but
2: wait a minute. But we no because well we were thinking about it, but then we did. um, So she says no, no good hosts. Right. Well, and my, my mind is like a sieve, so Glenn probably correct me. But the way I remember it is that we had Jimmy K on for an episode of Stable Scoop to talk about rodeo. Well... And we loved her so much, and Alan. Yep. And we loved them so much, said, gee, wouldn't they make great Hosts,
0: uh, and then we okay. Yep. Well,
2: here we are again.
0: Yeah, and that's how that's how they they came about, and they are terrific hosts oh, for that show. Fantastic. When we listened
2: to them, when we listened to their first show together, we just we got the chills because we thought, what a perfect! It just, just it doesn't happen that easily. They've that's those great. Two dynamic. They've got the
1: expertise. They've got the personalities. They've got the knowledge. And he's got
0: that great big deep announcer voice, he you does. know, yeah. and okay. he sounds very western, southern, western. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When do we
1: hear the? Uh, Western show. When can we download that?
0: That's just every week. It comes every out week. on uh, Tuesdays okay. every week, and it's right. at westernradioshow.com. dot And it's about anything Western. It's sort of an all purpose show like Stable Scoop okay. is, but in, in the Western world. And that's and then and then the one uh-huh. we're here recording.
1: Okay. Tack and Habit. Tell me about the name. You because tell you tell oh, yes. love. Well, she What's, came up with I the name, so the name and the logo.
0: <laughs> she came okay. Helena, that's Helena's logo.
1: Oh, I want to talk about the logo in a minute, but yeah, tell me about your Tack and Habit logo because that's just very sweet. I'm sort of looking at a um, picture of uh a brown horse and a pink horse <laughs> with
2: big old googly
1: eyes. Yeah, and, they do. They goobie. just look so
2: happy and fun. So exactly. tack and habit. Tack and habit. And well, we knew that we were going to have a, a product show, and, okay. and we needed obviously two words that would encompass everything that we would talk about. And I just, I absolutely love the term habits, riding habits. Okay. I don't know why. I'm, I'm a little surprised you didn't name it uh, the
1: non-bunching and chafing show. <laughs>
2: that'll be the next one. That'll be for all products
1: that right. I like.
0: <laughs> that'll be Helena's show. Is that
1: <laughs> Well, when people get hooked on a product, they stay with it forever because I found a great product at one point that uh, cured uh, all the rain rot and everything. And I would drive a far way away to go get that product for my horse told everybody about it. But you'll have to listen to that on the tack and habit show <laughs> to find out the secret well formula. you know the well,
0: problem we had with habit though Helena yeah. if you remember right yeah. is we nobody knows what it is anymore if you're under the age of about 30 you have no idea what a habit is tack and Habit. so I think they think that we' are all like on drugs and you know okay. it's a show about tack and drugs and, and that was it we, yeah. we
2: didn't mind the plan words because we we yeah. we are addicted to tack and stuff and habit and it is a habit oh, you know okay. speaking of addictions oh no. Wait, I, I i yeah. got
1: a question. Oh,
0: yeah, she has to finish talking about oh, the logo because she loves logo. her logo. Then, oh. She loves her logo. Wait,
1: wait a minute, I'm the host. All right. I want to ask another question. I want to press the buttons. Damn. <laughs> you lost. All right. Lost. <laughs> All right. I, th- I got, But i got to learn how to enjoy I, this. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to project a, um, a little question here, and it's a, um, it's a trick question. Oh. There's no right answer.
0: Oh. I hate those.
1: Right. If you're given the choice between being able to keep your car or keep your horse, which do you
2: choose and why? Oh, my horse. Hands down. Hands down. Because I'll go. I want to drive everywhere on my I mean, I want to travel oh, everywhere on my horse. Oh, wait. Okay. You want to travel everywhere on your horse? Yeah, I have okay. no problem going to the store. All right. You know, it's going putting... to take
0: you a long time to get home from Philadelphia on your horse.
2: Well, I'll just hop on the train. Yeah. If I have to go on, I'll fly. I'll get right. Okay, rides. all
1: right. We
0: we're are just, unruly guests, aren't we? Just testing
1: the water here. And, um, and Glenn, your answer is?
0: Oh, geez, that's a tough one. And now my wife's over there cracking okay, up. Okay, Glenn,
2: the geek folks, is uh, going to answer this. Uh, no, you know what heart. you have to do? You have to ask him, can he give up his laptop? Or oh. his phone. Oh,
0: that'd be tough. That would okay. be tough. Okay. Glenn the geek
2: remains Glenn the geek. Helena yeah. has
1: proven herself worthy of the horse industry because that is a question <laughs> now, that um,
0: that was unfair a little bit. If you had said to me, <laughs> if you had said to me, would you give up your car or your carriage and your horse? Oh. that would have been tougher because I okay. do like driving better than riding. Really? Which okay, everybody I didn't knows. Know that. Yeah. Every, know Listeners to the shows. prove no. your
2: worth as a horseman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. I want to know if you're going to give up Well, your, now, okay, and I ask you that
1: because I've asked that question to people at uh, economic conferences before and in some business meetings, and if I've got an audience that has part horsemen and part business people in the audience, and I ask that question, or I tell them uh, what my choice was.
0: What was your choice? Uh,
1: my choice was keep the horse. So, I actually had uh, that dilemma in graduate school, and what I did was I said, well, gosh, you know, I've got this budget thing, and I either get to keep the car, or keep the horse, and that's real simple. I'm going to keep the horse. The business people in the audience always shake their heads and they're perplexed and they don't get it. And they just cannot comprehend. And all of the people that are the true to heart, diehard horsemen that love their horse more than they love their computer, although Glenn is uh, the diehard uh, radio host, I'll say. (laughs) They say, oh, well, that's simple. I will do whatever. I can find a ride. I can find something else. But I'm going to keep the horse because I can't replace that. You can't. You can't replace the feeling. It's like an essential Vitamin. That's very very true. Okay, so uh, we know that if given the choice between keeping his host chair and the buttons, he's going to keep the host chair and the buttons, and get rid of the car. We'll be get rid of the car. <laughs> That's pretty good. You All right.
0: that one. I did almost miss that one.
1: <laughs> we'll be right back after this commercial break.
0: For over a year now, we've been telling you about all the cool things happening at Equestrian Collections and the variety and selection of products they have at fantastic prices. But today, we want to talk to you a little bit about their social networking and what a community they have built on Facebook. If you go to Facebook and search for Equestrian Collections, you're going to find that over 20,000 fans are now following Equestrian Collections on Facebook. And, And the reason is they have a dynamic community built over there. You know, on uh, most store sites, most company sites on Facebook will just promote product and things like that. That's not what happens on Equestrian Collections. Yeah, there's a little bit of that, but mostly it's the community sharing pictures, talking about stories, asking questions of each other. It's an active, vibrant community, like a little forum right there on Facebook. Search for Equestrian Collections on Facebook or stop over to EquestrianCollections.com for all of your horse and rider needs.
1: Okay. Welcome back, everybody. We were just talking about horses, cars, computers, keyboards, and buttons that just really want to push the buttons. Okay. <laughs> so, They're very uh, colorful <laughs> buttons. <laughs> what I really wanted to, uh, to ask you about, we're talking about the logo for TAC and Habit, which is really cute and
2: friendly. So Helena, tell me about um, how that logo came about. We ha- I searched for uh, some graphics work that really represented Glenn and I. Which, and we're unique in the world. <laughs> we're unique in the industry. Uh, we're, we're both a little goofy. We're very similar, I think, in our, our hearts and our souls. Are the cartoon um, horses each of you?
0: Yes, yes. actually.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the pink horse is me, and the brown horse and is Glenn. Our personalities. Oh, she had to describe that, everybody, by the way. <laughs> yeah.
0: like
1: there's one brown horse and one pink horse, and Helena
2: says that she's the
0: pink horse. Well, I'm bigger, too, and you're pretty short. So, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm the... Petite. Comer-
2: Can we say petite?
0: Okay. Petite. Yeah, petite. yeah. Petite. And, and short. Um,
2: so, yeah, those expressions are pretty accurate. It's that's great. If you see the tag yes. logo, that, that is Glenn and I.
0: It really represents our personalities. It yeah. <laughs>
1: that's super. All right. Well, I've got one more logo to ask you about, because you've got uh, a new logo here for the Horse Radio Network, and it is absolutely... Just a charming logo. Tell me about it.
0: Shout out to Sherry at Orion Group in Lexington. We never really had a logo for the Horse Radio Network. All our shows had cool logos, but we never had a logo for the Horse Radio Network. It was just something that just never happened. So what happened was I called, I got this contact with Sherry, and I said, Sherry, I want a logo that when you take the words out and the letters out, you just look at the graphic, people know instantly what who it represents. And... Boy, anybody that hasn't seen the new logo can go to horseradionetwork.com and see it. She nailed it. It's a happy logo. It just makes me smile right away. And
1: actually... Yeah, when you look at it, it's uh, you, you do feel like just smiling.
0: So. Yes, it is, and yeah, when you look at it, it definitely. when you look at it, you know it's us. I mean, who else could it be? <laughs> it's just a, it's a microphone with a horse head, you know. But a cute, fun, and it's got the big eyes that really Stable Scoop started. Stable Scoop logos, big eyes, yeah, and it really it represents that big eyes that yeah, we have because we. It's sort of, you know, I never thought about it. It, it. it really is the way we look at the horse world with big eyes. big eyes. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: very true. So, well, how did you get into uh, horse radio, Glenn? The geek?
0: It, we did a show, a little show called The Talking Equine Show yeah. years okay. ago. We did, I don't know, we well, did Wait, maybe, how long
1: have you all known each other?
0: Oh, 10 years now?
1: 10 years, okay.
0: maybe. I don't know. We we lived, when she actually worked, Helena actually worked with my wife at Myopia Hunt Club. Five years. And okay. Yeah, five years, six years well, maybe. How old so. is
2: Grace? She was a baby. So seven and a half years.
0: Seven and a half years, okay.
2: Okay.
0: And they worked together at the Myopia Hunt Club and hunted together and all of that, and that's how we got to know Helena. And then okay. when I started the Talking Equine Show, I said, Helena, you have to be part of this because of your personality. And, and they and- liked
2: me because I was the only sane
0: human being yeah. <laughs> within a 25-mile radius. That's the qualifications. So then when I started... Talk about when I wanted to do a show again, we had quit that one after a couple weeks, after a couple months, and then um, when I wanted to do a show again, I called up Helena and I said, "We got to do this little show. It'll be fun." Talked you into it, and it didn't take much. No, didn't a- and uh, then it all progressed from that first episode. We, get, uh, do you we were that? pretty bad, though, in the first episode. I loosened back. It was like, oh, I was cringing. Oh do you
2: remember that you had to redo David O'Connor's interview? Oh,
0: oh. oh this is a story. Oops. First yeah. interview, I thought it'd be great. First show, first interview that we could get David O'Connor on. Ready? Way to start it, you know, way to really get it rocking and rolling. We I accidentally deleted the interview <gasps> before we got it published. The whole
2: interview. We we did had it. To, it was like an hour
0: later. I had, had to, to call David O'Connor? David O'Connor and ask him to do it again for an hour. Wow. And he so you got did two it. hours of his time. He did it. That, <laughs> that is was phenomenal. Okay,
1: well, I'm just going to. He say hasn't talked your, to me uh, since. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> right? well, I was getting ready to say that might have been your best guest. <laughs> certainly your most uh, <laughs> <laughs> We had Robert Jimmy Wofford on. We had some really. Everybody wants to know who your best guest is. he has been your worst
0: guest? Worst guest. Worst guest. You know, we we have such a a fun outlook on oh, life. Oh,
2: good. Well, grief. worst in what way? Yeah. Like I don't worst think we can
0: actually say whatever. which
1: one just. Shook you up, made you sweat. Without naming them, tell me about the interview.
0: You know that's funny too because we don't. I don't. And then you I'll you find out who they are later. No, I'm just
1: kidding.
2: I got nervous with Gina Miles. Okay. I always say this. She nervous. was my favorite guest and my and worst nervous. guest because I was starstruck. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm still like a 12 year old horse girl, you know. So okay. when I run into, when I run into a manufacturer, when I you know look at a manufacturer who makes my favorite saddle, I get weak in the knees. <laughs> so. Um, Gina made me nervous, but you know what? Then we started talking about, and I've said this on past shows we, once we started actually talking about prices. Right, right, she's real. She's, just she's a,
1: fun, it's great. Okay. And, and well, oh. to see that goes back see, In the worst guest category. I don't I know really about worst get... guest. People want Sorry. to know, you know, Sorry. what, what no. happens when things go wrong? What do you guys do with that?
0: We edit it out.
2: We edit it out. <laughs> We had guests. We've had guests who go on and, and, on, on, and, and on, on, on and on and on. And, yeah. on and, and, and and there's ones who just drone and they have sort of this monotone voice. And you don't know what to do with them and And it's kind of hard and they they really have good things to say but they're sort of hard to listen to. Okay. And then so. you have guests who are great to listen to who just can't shut up. And okay. because just because they're so excited. And so it's a little awkward.
1: You just take to, their microphone away. To have to
2: No, because we're all remote. Right. So we can't okay. we can't say Cut! We can't go, give them. Yeah, we're on the I'm phone losing with them signal. So <laughs> 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 we can't give them those nonverbal cues. Had to use
0: that one. I hadn't right. thought about that one.
2: <laughs> so we do have to sort okay. of talk over them. And right. so
1: that, I wouldn't well, say the worst guess, but that's okay. a little difficult. Difficult. Okay. Well, let me ask you this because everybody wants to know: when you're producing a radio show and you're putting it together, and you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, eight yep. shows, and you have all these people to interview and all this equipment. How do you pull it all together and know how it's all going to fit in a week? Because it's just constant, nonstop, every day, every week, and well, it goes and goes and goes. Well,
0: the fortunate thing about that is our co-hosts, uh, the hosts for the shows, all do it themselves, actually. They pull their guests together. Chris does all her own. Samantha does 2010. Helena does Stable Scoop, and we both work on Tack and Habit. And then... Um, you know, they all do really. Jimmy Kay and Alan pull their guests together, so they they do their shows, right. and they actually have all the equipment now to record their shows. And then it goes. We Great. I got to give a shout so out.
2: We, we serve to, as producer yeah. as well as host. right. So yeah, what's
1: the hardest part with that? Because people think on the radio that you know you just show up and you talk and you have a good time, and then you
0: you know actually stop the, har- the most time consuming part of this whole process is post production.
1: Post production. Yes, yeah, after okay. we get
0: the 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 interviews in and the sound files in, we have to put it all together and th- thank. To Brian and Kat, who are a couple that are live in Lexington that do all our editing, and they actually put all that together. And then we have to get it posted on the websites and all the social okay. media sites, and all of that actually and takes that's longer when than he's going doing to edit the out
1: the questions. That's that when we he did edit
0: out them. that's right, Why? that's when we edit Kim out of this and whole have conversation. A
2: sense of, wait, Brian and Cat have a sense of humor, <laughs> they do, so uh, you know, they <laughs> we're gonna have a good time with this. And for anybody sure. that, that doesn't know,
0: in. if you didn't hear last week's show with all the bloopers, at the end of every stable scoop show after the music plays, Brian and Cat. Put Helena's bloopers at the end because
2: I always bloop and, at the end of the show. And I
0: never have any because I, I I pay them, so they don't put mine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> at at Glenn sets me up. I didn't
1: know that. I'll have to listen past yeah. the closing. Yeah, it's that's deep. right. It's Which like at the good movies, you know, when you go in the movie. That's right. That's and then correct. you wonder why everybody's sitting there through all the credits and all the credits, and then at the end you get the good stuff. You do get that's the good right. Stuff. So yeah. all right, so your blooper I, show. Yeah. What was the best part about the blooper show?
0: Oh, I the surprised flooper. her. <laughs> she didn't know about it. He
2: no, I and I laughed. I, and I, you know what I said? I listened to it on the way down here in the car, and I said, we're pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but I realized that you set me up so big. Because the ending is stable scoop. I'm sorry. It's just lame. You know, we're supposed to say, we'll be back next week with the scoop. Well, it's just sort of...
0: Just boring. there. Yeah, the scoop. Yeah. So
2: I try to kind of dress it up. And, I, I, you know, I'm good at some things, but I'm not good at that. I can't be creative at the end of a, an episode. And so we invariably end up with... Some really silly things. Okay. Well, I think we've gotten a pretty good scoop today. Yeah. See, she tried it. You can't. Scoop is lame. You can't. We've (laughs) gotten the scoop. It's just like a cheesy pun.
0: (laughs) Which is our whole network. Kind of a cheesy pun. Yeah. Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah.
2: Listening
1: to the horse. The people.
0: leaders and cheesy pun.
1: Okay. This is how it's all designed, just on the fly, ad hoc. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: and I think that's what makes us successful. That's because, Because horse people don't do scripts.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be right back after this commercial break.
0: Regular listeners to the Stable Scoop show know that Helena and I just love Uncle Jimmy's and his fantastic line of products. His products have the highest quality ingredients, and that is why they have taken off like they have. Of course, it all started with Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls for use in the stalls, and then came Squeezy Buns. We know you need to reward your horse outside of the stall as well. That is why Uncle Jimmy developed Uncle Jimmy's Squeezy Buns. Squeezy Buns are all natural and loaded with nutritional ingredients for your horse. Unlike similar products on the market, they are individually wrapped to preserve freshness and eliminate mess. With competitive pricing and Uncle Jimmy's quality guarantee, the Squeezy Buns promise to be a hit among horses and horse lovers alike. Learn more about all of Uncle Jimmy's products, or to find a dealer, visit uncle jimmyscom That's uncle jimmyscom
1: Okay, welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, during on. the break, we've been uh, discussing who's going to be asking the questions. <laughs> And what we're going to be talking about. And um, Kim is taking charge again, (laughs) guest host of the show today, sitting on the side of the table without the buttons. But that's all right. She wants those buttons. Yes,
0: she she does. She's going to smack her hand soon.
1: All right. So I've got a question for you, Helena. Okay. Can you tell me all about your horse?
0: Oh, come on. We hear about her horse every week. (laughs) You're (laughs) hired.
2: I love my horse. I love That's both. of I have two horses. You have two horses. I have two horses. I have, horses. I have okay. a 14 three-hand quarter horse mm-hmm. named Zeke. Okay. And um, he's a rock star. He's doing pony camp right now. Oh, good. For, yes. All and the right. kids are loving, How loving him. How old Zeke? Zeke is 17-ish. Mm-hmm. And um,
0: Used to be a fox hunter?
2: Used to be a fox hunter. And before that, he was a lesson in camp horse. Yep. And then before that, he had... Um, the vet thinks that he was a cutting horse. Yes. Because he's got Yeah Yeah. He's got <laughs> the jewelry for it. He's got the jewelry for it. Okay, port. all right. So he had a full career. And then um as if you're a regular stable scoop <laughs> listener, you all know that I have an eight year old Arab uh, saddle, saddle bread, bread cross. standard bread cross. Okay. Saddle bread. I hate when that you know what? That's like when somebody calls New a New show a male everybody dog. breed show. I, I, when my husband call, we have we have a female dog, and he always calls her "he." I'm like, it's a girl. I mean, I know it doesn't really matter, but it does. Okay, okay. well
1: let me go ahead and tell everybody that uh, at the International Equestrian Festival, <laughs> we're going to be having different breed demonstrations of horses each day.
0: That's okay, pretty good. People Kim. will have an
1: opportunity. She's to at to, that. I want to hear
0: She's better at transitions <laughs> than we are.
1: <laughs> They'll be able to see and learn about different breeds of horses as they're showcased in EcoTrack
2: Park, sponsored by Nutrena. Will you have a national show horse there? I'll have to check the schedule. Okay. <laughs> Can you arrange that? I can't. No.
0: No, I don't think you would be good in the crowd yet. No, not <laughs> yet.
1: No. No. <laughs> Unless you All want right. a horse on your roof. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> about that during the next break. Okay. But right now, so uh, you love your two horses. I do. They're I do. great. Yes. You guys have been doing radio shows together forever and... Uh, You guys still got to talk about standard bread versus saddle bread and (laughs) and, and,
2: get all that right? I I know how to push your butt. Okay, okay. This is is where the whole horse radio radio network thing started. Jennifer and I used to sit, when we worked together, we used to sit in the feed room early morning and um, over a cup of coffee. And we would talk about... The horses, um, you know, the the buckets, the grain, the supplements, the borders, whatever it was. But there was never um, it was such a a um, involved conversation. It was just something that left us both so satisfied and got us through the entire day. And um, we thought, you know, we could sit around and talk about this all day long. And then Glenn, here we are, is the talent behind that. He's the the artiste. And that's kind so of why. And I, so you guys just sit around and talk that's about. That's the politest
0: horses name I've ever been called. An artista. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so you guys get to sit around all day, talk about horses, and get paid for it. That's this is pretty the cool. Best job right, in and that's the how, world,
0: exactly. actually. And,
2: and that's what. So it was like you know Jen and I. How can we
0: make money doing it? this? Right, right, right. <laughs> we would work with okay. horses, and
2: we would get, we would talk about them all day, and we got paid for it. And so we thought, well, let's recreate that
1: without all the drama. Okay. So, at the Horse Radio Network, what's next?
0: We have uh, something that we're going to announce here in the next month. That we are very very excited about. One of the things that I I like to be first at doing things, and we you know we were really the first with the network. Uh, we've been 1st been first on a number of things over the years, and I hate to be second. So we're going to be first at starting something that really does take the horse radio network to the next level, and it's going to be beginning in the first week of November after the World Equestrian Games and the International Equestrian Festival. Uh, we are going to uh, and I, I can't announce it quite yet, but we. We're very excited. We have just identified a co-host for it, and it is really going to take us to the next level. And, and uh, I think that it will become very popular. The people we've been talking to about it, the affiliates, uh, our friends in, in the horse industry. So this is code ve-
1: for there's a new really cool show coming.
0: It's different than what we've done before, though. This is Different. Would okay. you say, Helena? I don't know how much I can say here without.
2: I'm not a host, so I don't know. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, Although Helena was offered I'm to be host. the host and turned it down.
2: <laughs> well, I get to ask the questions of this show, and I'm just going to spill the
1: beans. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right.
0: So well, you well, well, are you, you, without spilling the beans, do you think, what do you think about the new, new show? You do know about it. Okay.
1: I do know about the new show, and what I can say is that uh, people are going to get a really great opportunity to be able to uh, be further entrenched in the horse industry here. More of the exciting things.
0: And there and I'll add, they're going to be able to be actively involved.: Actively
1: in it. involved. Let's talk about actively involved. What do you all do on uh, Facebook?
0: Well, Facebook, we ha- each one of the shows has its own Facebook page, okay. and there are conversations going on there. You know, we, we, that was a tough decision when Facebook first came out, and we talked about it, whether the Horse Radio Network needed one Facebook page, or we needed separate Facebook pages for each show. And we decided at that point that we'd do separate Facebook pages, because each show has a... A lot of the shows have a unique audience, okay. and they wanted to be able to talk their talk okay. without having to hear about all the other stuff. So what's the
1: most active Facebook page?
0: I would say it's the Dressage Show, the actually. Dressage show. Yeah, okay. it really is. And now, right. now we're encouraging the Stable Scoop listeners to get more active. Yes, and tech uh,
2: and habit people. Yes, yes. But you can listen to the shows right from Facebook.
0: Right on, on, Facebook, Facebook. Page. Right so on there's Facebook. There's just a play button yeah. right there. Okay.
1: So. so you just go to Facebook, hit the play button, and you can listen to the shows, and all you,
0: the
2: archive shows as well.
0: And yes, yeah, you can take a look back okay. through. But it's
2: easier to go it's to the show's <coughs> particular website if you want to go to the archive. Okay. Facebook just doesn't do a very good job of yeah, historical data. Yeah, right. they're they're better with current. So what are you guys going to get on
1: uh, iTunes?
0: We are on you iTunes. Are on oh iTunes. yeah, that's how oh, yeah. most people listen. Oh, yep. Yeah, they okay. listen on iTunes yeah. and Plug the in your Zoom. All right, I usually yep. just go to
1: the website, click play, and listen. Oh, so you yeah. can go right to iTunes,
2: everybody, yep. and download all the shows.
0: Just subscribe, and they'll be downloaded automatically to your to your player. You
2: can subscribe to all the shows. With the click okay. of one button or individual shows. If you, how about, how about the new special show that's coming out?
0: The new special show, uh, well, I can't you'll have really more say. information about that later yeah, when yeah. it's announced. That's Secret right, when internet it's announced. James Bond. You'll be <laughs> able to listen to that. I can tell you that we have more affiliates signing up for that show than we've had okay. that they, are very excited, which means you'll be able to listen to it probably on 30 or 40 websites across the internet and a number of other ways, but I can't say okay. or I'll give it away. All right, so, so we've got. And the, I, it's not like me to keep my mouth shut about anything. Right, so yeah. this is tough. I'm dying yeah. here. So we've
1: got about um, 47 countries. Did you say 37? 42, <laughs> 42 right now. 42, 42 countries, countries that are listening to the Horse Radio N- Network. Over
0: 40,000 listeners unique now every month. Unique ones, listeners. Unique ones, Individual. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so
1: 40,000 unique listeners listening yep. to the Horse Radio Network in 42 countries and over 30 affiliate
2: stations. Yep. Yes.
0: That's including that's fantastic.
2: And I, this is what I'm, I'm proud of is that um, other uh, publishing companies who've been out in the world and are very well respected are now carrying our shows, thehorse.com, Chronicle, Chronicle Horse Horse City. City. Horse City. Um,
0: and a number of others. And
2: they're, and they're excited to carry our content, which uh, makes us feel good. I mean, that's the business side of things that you have right. to say. We're doing something right. This is fun for us. It started okay. out as something lighthearted and sort of hobbyish, ish habit-ish. Yeah. Well, you
1: can tell by the logos and the names of the shows that everybody's having a good time. They care about horses and they care about the people.
0: And we want to send a thanks out to our other co-hosts that aren't here today on all the other shows who we've mentioned here. Can they I interview it.
1: them next time? <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah.
0: I want to see you try and interview Chris, <laughs> Chris well, and sometime. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Shout out to Chris. Let's see how we need to turn the tables on Chris sometime. That'd be we can fun. Do that. That'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> she's been an interviewer for forty years. I don't know if she's going to be able to turn that around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's part of the fun of it, for sure. Yes. So, Kim, you'd
0: okay. be a good one to do it, too. All we'll right. have to, well, we'll I have can to take do that. Challenge. I'm going to call her Absolutely. later on today and say, you're next week, cancel your guest. Kim's coming excited. on. <laughs> Kim's coming on the show. <laughs> we, <laughs> we can do that. Easy. It's Absolutely. not easy to I'll call I her I up and to... say, you're fired for a week as host. No. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new one. <laughs> we
1: know I like to store the pot, but
0: uh... Look, she doesn't want to take Chris on.
1: She's a tough cookie. She is a tough cookie. I like it. I will interview Chris Stafford anytime. Absolutely. She is a phenomenal woman and uh, definitely uh, knows a lot about the industry. Yeah. Jeez. And I'm going to ask
0: her. And I could give you some questions minute, for wait. Chris. I already know what I'm
1: going to ask her. I want to ask her who the uh, worst guest was.
0: Oh, yeah. You will. Yeah. Good luck with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um, she's very politically correct.
2: Yes, yeah, she is. That's
0: going to be a tough one. I know. I know. Again, you know, without
2: naming the guest, tell me what happened. Well, what and then, would happen um, if we said Joe Schmo was the worst guest You
0: know ever? what we need to do? He'd come here. I mean... You know, what we, fun. you know what? we need to do <laughs> I'm just kidding. is this is what we need to do. We really need to get all the co-hosts together on one show and have you interview you be the interviewer of okay. all of us in one show. Can you imagine what a riot that would be?
1: We can do that. We can make like a game show.
0: <laughs> oh, a game show. A game that show. even be better.
1: Okay, for points. <laughs> and um, the, bell the, producer and be the bells will be and Buttons girls. Yeah. All right. So, How many people have you all interviewed here today? uh, Well, we we actually counted it.
0: It was 178 on the Stable Scoop show. Okay. And on last week's episode, the blooper episode, I actually recorded and listed every one of them. I, I... I recorded Simponines. every one of them to music, really, and we put it at the end of the show. It took three and a half minutes for me to say all the names of the people that were that on the show. That
2: is fantastic. Yeah. So we're gonna. So we're starting year three. Yes. Of Stables. This
0: Week. episode okay. is year if three. This,
2: this is and this is a great way to start. Yeah, it, it is. All yeah. right, this Thank is you, very Kim. exciting, and uh, we're here at the AETA.
1: Equestrian Wholesale and Buyers Trade Show. And I really appreciate you all letting me be the host of today's show. Oh, it was a pleasure. You uh, did a great job. And, of course, everybody can find the show
0: notes at StableScoop.com. They can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And they can follow you. Give out your information.
1: Absolutely. They can follow the International Equestrian Festival, which is an (laughs) internet. They can follow. (laughs) The International Look, we go 50 Equestrian minutes in, and she gets all tongue now. <laughs> which is an independently produced event by Horse Capital Productions, okay, in Lexington, Kentucky, from September 25th to October 10th. Please check us out at HorseCapitalProductions.com dot com or InternationalEquestrianFestival.com. dot com, and I'd be happy to be back on the show the next time to interview the other hosts as well and thanks again for <laughs> you will me. be back you I will be done. back yeah okay. you did a
0: terrific job let's give it a round of applause thank for y'all. Kim good job right. thank you everybody we'll be back next week with Kimberly Brown no the scoop <laughs> the scoop see she even messes it up I told you we can't awesome. get the end right <laughs> all right let's try this again all right we'll be back again next week with
2: the scoop well, that's pretty good Kim yeah.
0: right, say goodbye Helena
2: goodbye Helena